You're still listening to Africa Unfocused. On Africa Unfocused, we share the success stories from Africans one by one. We interview entrepreneurs and professionals from Africa and the diaspora, how they can help us achieve success. We have a special guest today, and I mentioned her earlier, Merrily Ajay Benjamin. And uh, Merrily, we just spoke about your background, who you are, and uh, what you do. You study law. You've done quite excellent for yourself so far. Uh, and you recently brought out a book um, in in a whole things of law and stuff that you studies. Why publish a book? Um, the book, um, I think, it's best to start about the background of the book. Um, the reason why I start writing the book, it was eventually, it wasn't supposed to be a book. Um, I was writing to voice out to my book because I felt I wasn't heard due to the circumstances I was going through. So I thought by writing things that eventually I would get some relief out of myself and then nope, yeah, nobody will talk back eventually. But <laughs> it will be something that when I put down, then it will feel like it's all right it's okay <laughs> gotcha so um within studying law the book was is actually based on your personal experience yes. and has been your um your i think your outlet i yeah. think that's the right word yeah that's the right word, yeah. word for it and um can you tell us a little bit about your book the the title wh- what is the story about tell us a little bit about that uh the book is called my dream and um, it's actually about a woman who's trying to make ends meet, working hard to f- fulfill her dream of being successful, having a happy home, and being married. Now, eventually trying to work to get there. Every time when you're trying to achieve certain things in life, it feels like um, uh, there comes a moment sometimes that you are going to be hit down by a storm. And how to get up out of this storm, how to stand firm and believing in yourself that it's just a season and you're going to make it in life. So that's what the book is about. It's about me being married. And it's, a, it's actually a non-fiction movie, but I put some fiction parts in it to fill the gaps and setting, um, um, yeah, setting to make it uh, read logical for people because you know when you're writing a book certain things when you put it down you'll be like so where does this come from so put some fiction in it as well so being in, uh, being a married person and eventually thinking that you have felt m- met your dream partner but at the end of the day it is not your dream partner and you lose the thing that is so precious to you mm-hmm. so how do you go about that and how do you stand firm and not lose yourself in that kind of situation? Because a lot of people, when they get to this situation, either they get to a psychiatric hospital, they commit suicide, or they start drinking. And I, what I did is like found a way out not to be in this kind of situation, to change my story and, my story and actually being the negative voice that was changing it into a positive voice and thanks be to God it happened through this book right um I love that it's kind of you translating some of the things that you went through yourself yeah into uh the story that probably has a, another name or another cover or yeah. something like that and um okay so you explained that is the story behind it your personal experience uh were there other things that inspire you to write the book 
what really inspired me to write a book is about what how life is going for some people or the things I'm hearing from the background because we are now all focused about getting married and all that but you know being married or it doesn't come all rosary there are some challenges that we need to know but um, the culture or the people or the society where we are living in, we don't really talk about that. We don't get teachings about that, how it really feels like or what do you do in certain situations. And because of the, I, we don't give that kind of experience and we don't know that kind of experience and we, we, we are quite, we are quite um, I, I don't want to say we because it's not everybody, but some people who had those kind of experience, they don't learn to, like sharing those experiences. But there is this saying, we learn from our mistakes. So maybe your mistake can be my rescue of something. But if you don't talk about it, how do I know? Exactly. So those kind of things I wanted to put down in a book to voice out and to talk about it so that people will eventually know and to learn that, you know, it's more than only a marriage. It's more than only being in love. You have your whole life before you. It's not. I'm not even. I'm not trying to be a feminist or something. But it's also going to the young men out there. You know, to be motivated to to do something with your life, finding your purpose in life. Because the moment you find your purpose, certain things comes your wave, and you'll be like, "So is this me?" Because if it wasn't the book, I wasn't me. I won't be here. So knowing that the book have inspired me to also. Um, see what kind of purpose I have in my life. I found out that I love advising people mm. through the experience I have been through. And not even that, it goes beyond that limit. So that's very nice to find out. So that's actually mean of me. Gotcha. Yeah. So um, tell us a little bit about the leading lady of your book. She's called Esther, is yes. what I can see from the, the short description. Uh, tell us a little bit more about Esther and her journey throughout this book. Um, I chose the name Esther because Esther is, uh, is a, a name also known in the Bible. And she is a courageous woman, a strong woman, a bold woman. Mm -hmm. And that's what I wanted to display in the book, that also Esther is a bold, a strong and courageous woman. Those you might feel like that sometimes you are going, you're defeated, but you stand up again and you rise up and you go back to the challenge. And this book is like a journey from childhood, what lots of um, families, uh, the youth, are going through, working hard, trying to pay for your fees, sometimes changing the kind of course you're doing because you can't even afford it. If you're going to do that full-time course, how am I going to work to pay my, my school fees? Those kind of things that was in the basics of the, in the beginnings of Esther's life, eventually going on, getting the job you want, but then you need to leave your family behind, get out of the comfort zone, out, thinking out of the box, what am I going to do to get money? to pay all these kind of things or to get the network I deserve to get where I want to be. So that was the middle part of Esther's life. And then eventually thinking that I'm turning 25, I need to get married, I'm falling in love. Somebody tells me I love you and I love you back. Getting married, but you actually don't even know what love is. Those kind of aspects the book talks about. And also that eventually that when you do get maybe you might be already be married but being married already doesn't mean that you're going to lose your purpose yeah you need to find more and you need to 
expect more of life. It's not about having a house, a car, and a husband at all. No, I don't believe that. <laughs> yeah, so that's kind of the, the point that you try to make out of this, mm-hmm. uh, out of this book. Um, what are other characteristics in the book that play, aside from the leading role, that play an important role in the story that you're trying to, to, to tell? That are three different people. Uh, first is going to give the credits to Pastor Seth, living in Ghana, and helped me a lot during the process of getting through it, you know, being motivated to realize that it's not the end, it's just the beginning of something new. Oh, that's for writing the book. You can hold that yeah. one. You can mention that one later on. Okay. But I'm talking about the, the storyline. Oh, the other persons in the book himself, where I will also get credit in the book, that will be the friend of Esther mm-hmm. and this friend um, she, though she did certain things that hurt Esther's feeling but she was there through the tears when she was all alone and um, about this you need to have to surround yourself with the uh, most motivate people who motivate you to stay alive to know that there is a beginning of something new so that is something that I also tell about the story you know you need to choose your friends very well because when the storm strikes or when life the storms in life strikes you down what are you going to do who can you depend on and who you can't because there's this saying yeah show me your friend and I will show you your character you would think that these are your friends but when the storms hit you you don't even know them anymore so these are things the book also teaches. And this the, the credit goes to the friend of uh, Esther. Right. And um, also about the storyline, because I still want to um, make sure that people get a good description of what it is. What is the most, the toughest experience that Esther goes through in the book? Like which moment in the book was the toughest? I think the toughest was the moment that um, she thought she had a happy home now, having a son and just one day she lost it all and like fighting for something you don't even expect it to come you know when you 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 least expect things to go wrong for the things you love most so what i'm trying to say is that you think you have your whole life together everything is going well nothing can go wrong but the things you value the most is the thing that will be hit down by this storm so that's the most difficult period of Esther's life, losing everything she worked for for like eight years and trying to get up again. That is the mo- that's the story, or that's the moment Esther gets, even if she reads it back, she gets very emotional because it's like, so where do I actually, li- where am I living for? That's the feeling sometimes you can get out of when you think you're losing it. Or you're failing in life. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, that is an interesting story. Later on, we're uh, we're gonna go come right back, and we're gonna talk about how were you able to uh, put the story together and actually launch a book. Because I know a lot of listeners of us are out there that would probably would like to launch a book one day, or feel they have a story to tell. And uh, I think what would help is if they get an idea of what gets into. Uh, publishing a book because we just talked about it earlier today uh, when you came it is not easy uh, from getting the funding and from getting everything uh, together Uh, so we're going to talk about that in a little bit 
uh, we're just gonna listen to uh, a couple of records which I love so much uh, next one is up is uh, Lamentations by Jackie Hill Perry Jackie Hill Perry is uh, someone I love she is an artist and she is a preacher uh, yes yeah, she is a, a on fire female MC and she has a, a good message in her song I just love her I follow her on Instagram you should do too if you are in you know for listening to some faith and music and to some sense of humor you should definitely go and listen to her this is a, a record of her latest album which is doing very well and it's called a lamentation so why don't you have a listen and we'll be right back oh, 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 oh. listen to my radio and we are back again. You're listening to Africa Unfocused. It's me. I'm your girl, Miss Abba, your host uh, for Africa Unfocused, that place where we share the stories of the African successful. Um, I make sure that every week we get people here um, on the show and we talk about their successes in some way or the other. They get to create some type of work or some type of inspirational story for themselves. And I have decided to unveil them one by one. Um, today, I've mentioned that I have a special guest here with me who is called Merrily Ajay Benjamin, who is an author and who just launched a book. I'll make sure that my... Uh, my Facebook live readers look at the book, uh, which is called My Dream. And that is a novel uh, inspired by her personal story. Um, you know, after some stuff that she went through as, as far as relationships is concerned. Uh, but in the meantime, I want to give a shout out to some of our listeners that commented. Uh, first and foremost is Nana Mola Asiedu. Uh, watching live from UK. Please, when can we get her books is what she's saying. I would love to buy one for my wife. Okay. Uh, <laughs> then we also have uh, Mena Ama. I wish young ladies of nowadays would learn and listen. Please, how can I get her books? That is the second request. Wow. And uh, GH Kings, a shout out to you who is saying, wow, this is so amazing and great. We need ladies and women like you to help empower the youth and young ladies are coming up. Uh, other shout outs I want to give is to Bart Smith. Uh, Siddiq Abubakar, Abubakar Yawara, shout out to you. And Sule uh, Ajijo. Um, let's answer the question because two people already uh, pointed out. They were like, where can I get her book? Where is your book available? My book is available from August. Um, it's going to be available in all the British bookshops in the United Kingdom. Uh, but in the meantime, we are now doing it online. And you can go to my website. That is merrilybenjamin.com. And then you click buy now. You'll be redirected to my publisher's website. And that is arcbound.com. That's A-R-K-B-O-U-N-D.com. Or you can get it on Amazon.co.uk or Amazon.com. And you just type in my name, Mevely Benjamin, my dream, and you get the book. There's where you can get the book. All yeah. right. Um, so as we are talking, let's get back to talking about you. Because being an author is, to me, also being an entrepreneur. Uh, you are starting something. Um, your idea gets into writing um first i i really because we we discussed about the story what inspired you to write that was your personal experience of of course um how did what 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 is needed to put a whole book like this together um you need to have a good story mm. and next to the story writing it down 
creating this different kind of scenes because a movie is like a film script having this all down on paper after that you need to have a very good editor to edit your book and editors are not cheap because some ask like 10p or 10 euro cent a, a letter and if you a letter a letter and if your book is 200,000 words you calculate yourself Ooh. after that when it's all done you need to have a publisher getting into a publisher isn't easy because nowadays you have bought something called or it is it is there for a long time an agent without an agent you won't get to the publisher because you need to send in your manuscript and it, it, it's sent to an agent or you can go to the publisher himself but some publishers ask in the netherlands then um they ask around 25,000 euros. Wow. And in the UK, they ask 15,000, 18,000, 10,000 pounds. I sent in my manuscript and I was like, I don't have that money. <laughs> I understand. So I will sell you my story, but I don't have that money. And he said, okay, I'll get back to you in three months. Yeah. It took him six days, five days. He said, yeah, I want to publish your story. I said, yeah, great. I know you're going to publish the story because the story is good, but I don't have that kind of money. So we will arrange something. No worries. So, you know, being persistent and keeping this dream of my life, like I'm going to do it. I don't know how I'm going to do it because, yeah, you're still a single mom. You're studying as well, doing all this kind of small minor things to get come around and they're also writing a book. So having that mindset is not about the money, but it's about you pursuing this dream that it can be uh, realized. So that's why I actually did. And it wasn't easy though, because I'm like talking to you that it was my first publication. No, I had um, around six or seven publishers who turned me down. But they told me it's a great story, so keep it up. I was like, why are you turning me down then if it's a great story? Exactly. <laughs> what kind of weirdness is that? That's the world because you need to come to an agent and go into the agent. You need to pay this agent, but it is not assured that your story will be bought or they will sign an agreement with you. So yeah, gotcha. it, it's, it's, a, it's a bit of gambling yeah actually so that's why you can get into but knowing the right people in this industry as well will get you to that place instead of going to an agent you know also shortcuts <laughs> okay yeah so having listed all of those things that you need to do which sounds very intense and very costly uh in the meantime peter owusu joined in uh shout out to you peter owusu uh, and he's asking, are the books only available in the UK alone? I'm in Germany and I would love to have one here and share. It's an international shipment. The shipment takes two to three days. And it is um, to, in whole Europe, they ask 99p extra. Yeah. In the whole world, they ask around one pound 59 so in the in germany it's going to cost 11 euro 33 cents in the uk it's nine pound 99 right. so it's international shipment you just google it you'll find my name mevly benjamin the first five hits is me okay yeah. so wherever you are you can uh, definitely get the you book get through the, the website book. yeah um what i wanted to know because you gave us a kind of the steps that is needed to publish a book what what kind of uh, what helped you to to finance everything and to get everything to get the ball rolling because it's launched in uk right yeah 
it was launched in the UK. Why UK? How come? Because I was studying them and I told my publisher is in the UK. It's quite easy, you know, to have the contact because when I went to the UK, I didn't really knew people. I just went there for my course and also to get this launch or this book uh, published by a publisher. So getting this contact with this publisher, it went quite easy to launch the book. So that's why I chose the UK to do it. Oh. Yeah. All right, and uh, getting things from the funding, the planning, the cover of the book. I think, to me, you know, because I'm an artist, I know a whole logistics goes into mm-hmm. music and putting the art down. Yeah. Um, how did you find all the people to do the artwork and to get the editing? How did you get the funding? What, what would you give to somebody who would also want to achieve what you have? Um, what I did is... Uh, the manuscript was sent to artbound.com and when I sent it in between five five or six days he came back to me he wants to publish the book and I said okay great so he did the editing work again he went through it again after going through again he said I want to do the cover of the book as well and we went through some pictures and what do you want what do you want to tell because the cover of a book says a lot of the book himself yeah and it's very important but they say don't judge a book on its cover (laughs) (laughs) so um, we went through it and we were sitting down how do you want the book to look like so he helped me a lot through this process and about the funding uh, I told him yeah you want to publish this book can we sign an agreement whereby you will get a bit more to publish it so that i don't have to put a lot of money in so eventually we came to an agreement and the money i did have i gave it in and paid it off and that's how he published the book as well so it was a way to do it and besides that this is also a social enterprise a publisher so it is it does give you a chance to even publish it though um social publishing enterprises uh, companies doesn't mean that they are not cheap or they're they're not expensive because they're quite uh like they are concrete with other kind of small publishers around this the area in bristol they're based and some people do ask eight thousand pounds ten thousand pounds and another one the one they're competing with is fifteen thousand pounds but with my book what they are going to do they're going to do it nationwide because i wanted to have an outstream and the story is quite touching as well so yeah i think favored by god (laughs) (laughs) favored by god so that mean actually uh shows that people believe in the story yes and that it's uh, legit it's not just the book uh, that she has to struggle for of course promotion is needed you know yeah uh but you actually have like a serious other business uh (laughs) standing behind it um you know you have shared your story what is the point that you would like to make with your um with your story with your book what i want to do with this book is the main point what i want to do is motivate Mm -hmm. don't give up because you know situations you can be in life or you can get get to some point in life you're like no i'm gonna give up i don't know a way out anymore or we are living in a system in a society where the system is like iron clot but it isn't there is always a gap or something in between whereby you can get out of certain situation but because the system and the society is created in that way you don't even believe in yourself anymore 
Because like I was giving an example this morning to a friend of mine, telling him he was saying that he owns like 3,000 euros and that's the 300 euros he has left every month. So how is he going to meet up his dream whereby he can't even save money because another bill will come after he pays the 3,000 euros? And I was like, you know, in a Wi-Fi connection, in a Wi-Fi connection, um, sometimes the Wi-Fi can fall away. So then there is no connection into the server and the IP address. So what happened in that middle line, we don't know. Yeah. It's the same thing as having a letter coming from uh, some instance or some local council house or whatever it comes yeah. or wherever it comes from. And it first it manifests spiritually. The server will find the bill and then they will send it to you and it will be physical. So what if they don't find this bill in this system? And the bill doesn't comes up. Yeah. So it's also uh, what I'm trying to do is also bring in the spiritual aspect in it and preaching the gospel and also motivating that, you know, though the system might be iron club, but it's not it. There are can be mistakes made up and yeah. they will be like, yeah, you had paid <clears throat> something like 10 years ago. So yeah. we will take the bill away. Mm -hmm. Those are things where, you know, you need to have the hope, the faith and yeah. need to know that you, you're not going to give up. You're not going to give up on yourself. Yeah. You're definitely. not going to die on this matter. <laughs> definitely agree with that. Uh, I think that's a good story to share. Uh, later on, we're going to come back and talk about who your advices were. And um, to also kind of have a small discussion, because I love how your book points out your personal story. Um, discussion of this week was, you know, the African community versus your personal business. I think that's a story that is also drawn out from out of your book. Yeah. Um, having the right friend. But, you know, what do you do if, you know, you have some personal things that you're going through and you have older ones who think they have the best advice for you mingling but, you know, it eventually is not always the best advice to give. So we're going to talk about that. And uh, then we'll, we will almost be to the end because we have just uh, a little bit less than a half an hour left for Africa on Focus. Because uh, we're talking to Merrily J. Benjamin, who is an author and who recently uh, launched her novel. Or you are yet to launch it again. Did you launch it in August this year or will you launch it again what I did is I launched it in May, and in August it will be commer uh, commercialized commercial, okay. uh, yeah, in the whole of the UK. We are thinking about having different publishers in different countries, so there, there will be a translation. And when we get the translation, then eventually a new book launch will um, come up. All right, well, we're looking forward to that. We'll be right back. First, we're going to listen to a, a latest Ghanaian artist um, who actually goes by the name of Wendy Shai. You might want to get used to that name because she is the latest talent that Bullet, who was Ebony's manager, I think he has a gift for developing artists. Um, he is bringing out a new artist who is German Ghanaian and she is coming out with a banger which is called Uber Driver. Uh, have a listen and we will be right back. Listening to T Nia with her hit single. To me, it is a hit single called Low Battery. She is a, one of the latest female singers that the continent is producing producing. You should look her up. That is T Nia with a low battery. Uh, we're getting right back into uh talking <laughs> with the lady uh of the show today. And um, I just saw another comment. Shout out to Peter Owusu saying, Wow, this is so powerful. We need you again on the show. 
I'm enjoying the show. Well, thank you so much for the compliments. Um, we were talking about your book, uh, the story that you want to share for young ladies because you feel, um, you know, some of the things that you have gone through yourself. Um, I just want to know from you, um, who were your advisors? You know, who were those that coached you throughout writing this book? Um, there was two people. There was um, Pastor Seth, based in Ghana. Um, he's a church uh, pastor of the Assemblies of God. Um, he came into my life not not to advise me, more, more to motivate me to get myself together again. Um, so we had to talk like once time in a week. And also Pastor Kamiba, he was really my advisor. He was my motivational. Okay. And we still have contact on a daily basis. And he he's very, very touching. And he was like advising me not to get myself together. But he was looking at a greater and bigger picture. He was telling me to write a book. And I was like, what are you talking about? Because at this moment, I just lost my marriage, yeah? Yeah. And uh, I don't see my life being all rosary at the moment. You're talking about a book. Are you and right? also, also sharing a personal thing. Yeah. Because you just mentioned that um, Ghanaians in our culture, it is less likely to be as open. It's true. It's true. And it's, it's, a, it's a pity, actually, that... Uh, I had that experience that our society was less open and they don't really talk about their situations. But if you do talk about your situation, you can get help. Though mm -hmm. no, you don't have to talk to everybody because not everybody's trustworthy. So you need to choose the, the right friends and to go through the right channels. But if you talk about it, eventually you get loosened up. You will find something new in your life to do. And you see that, you know, this door may be shut, but there was another one opened. So that's the opportunity I grabbed with two hands. I was like, no, I'm grabbing this. I'm going to do this. So that's why I started actually writing the book. First, I was writing my feelings down. He said, just write your feelings on paper. And that's how it could form all the sketches, to put them together. And then I actually started working on my uh, MacBook, put it all in a story. And then after getting the story, putting the scenes in it, then stopping there, and then creating new uh, ideas for the book, the information, the motivational quotes I wanted to give in, the Bible frames I wanted to talk to you about. So that's how it eventually started popping up. <laughs> All right. that That's very good. It's always good to have some coaches on board and some yeah. motivators that can kind of steer you on and uh, help you find the right place and the right moment to yeah. put out the book. So when did you know it was the right moment to put out your book? Um, it was last year, October, and it, I was done. I was like, okay, what's next? So um, I came, I went back to my advisor. So now the book is done. So what's next? And they were like, so what do you think? What's next? <laughs> Can't you think for yourself? I was like, yeah, yeah, boy, because you have been advising me along the line. So yeah, but as an advisor or as a teacher, at some point, I need to let you go to experience your own journey to fly away <laughs> yes <laughs> so there i gave in my uh, manuscript to different kinds of um publishers around the country around the world actually yeah and argbound was the one who came back with a positive result in a very short notice all right <laughs> right um since we are talking about um because that brings us to a discussion people out there feel free to join in with our discussion um you mentioned that you know the idea that you get is people are not really open 
uh, especially Africans. Uh, but at the same time, a lot of youths uh, complain that, you know, um, the African people or the African community are very much in your business. Um, do, you, do you see anything familiar with that? Um, okay, there's still two questions. Let me narrate it to the first or the last one. Um, yeah. I did have that feeling that sometimes they are very in your business, but I, um, as I said in the beginning, I'm a quite outspoken person. Mm -hmm. So I would just tell you that, you know, I really respect you, but it stops here. Mm -hmm. This is my personal issue I am dealing with, and you're an outsider. Yeah. So we are not friends, we're not even family. You are maybe a church member or somebody I just know down the road because yeah. you're my neighbor. So please do not interfere into my issue. Mm -hmm. So that is what I needed to do at that moment. Yeah. Um, because I was feeling really attacked by different kind of in people. your own experience in when my you own were experience. going through yeah. when you were going through. Yeah, really attacked and I in was what way? Attacked like you don't know how to manage a man or you're a disgrace to the human those kind of words. And I was like, Who Very are you? Rude. No, no, but you know, like I said, I w I'm a very bold person. I can take a lot of things, and um, saying all those kind of things, I thought those people talking about you. You have your issues yourself. You haven't even dealt with yours, and you're coming to talk about mine. So I thought, no, there's something wrong with them. So I'll just leave it, let it be. But I will cut a stop to you that don't 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 enter this territory because this is my issue to tackle. So that's how I went through it. And even, it's not that my mom is like that, because even at that point, at that moment, I didn't even have a mom to rely on because she was like, oh, the society, oh, the society, they're saying this, they're saying that. It's like, no, it doesn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> I'm dealing it. <laughs> I'm keeping myself up. And she was worried what people had to say, but I, I stopped them there. That is my problem, and I'm dealing it with myself. So I don't need your help. So you were outspoken about it and yeah. were able to voice your opinion? I get, I did. I voiced my opinion that, you know, it wasn't my fault. But though I was voicing out, but I wasn't heard. So that's where one of the reasons to write this book. So I taught hitting uh, two birds with one stone also motivating the young ones or the people who are in the marriage and they even don't see the outway in that marriage that you know you don't have to give up on the marriage sometimes it's just a communication barrier but it can go deeper though because mine goes went deeper yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so those are things i will motivate you through the book i give you my own experience mm -hmm. for you not to fall in that trap so i'm a person i believe that we need to talk about things we have went through yeah. Because if we do that, we will help the youth. Yeah, absolutely. To grow yeah. and not to make the same mistakes our parents made. Definitely. I, I could definitely side and agree with that. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, what do you think about the African community and your personal life? Neverly, um, in her instance, was you know, bold enough to voice her opinion and to say, you know what, this is my own business. Uh, a lot of people uh, feel that they can butt in and mingle uh, because they feel it takes a village to raise a child, a culture that somehow clashes with the Western and that we young girls, young ladies always like, oh, they are too much in our business and, uh, uh, you know, Ghana, they talk too much, blah, blah, blah. It's, it's something that's a stigma. So I would like to know what you think about that. So as we just just have nine minutes left to talk about it um never really, i just would like uh for you to share your final words 
and um, your advice uh, for the African young generation, how to manage their personal life, how to go about with things. Just uh, any last words for our uh, young African listeners. Yes, I do have that. Um, that's really about, you know, not everything that you see is gold. Mm-hmm. And not everything you see that glitters is gold. That's what they say. Because even what I would say, even salt looks like sugar. Yeah, it so does. nowadays we are being influenced by um, social media. We see all these glittering weddings. We see people going on holidays or having flashy cars. You know, you don't have to look to their timeline and adjust their timeline to your life because you only get frustrated or you get to do things you don't want to do so this is a motivation that look at your own life what do you want to ex- or to, to achieve the coming year the coming month and then based on that plan your life and do it though it won't be hard because the moment you start living or you want to live your dream that's the moment this storm will come from nowhere you'll be like no i don't want to do this i'll just go back to my normal life but okay. no continue and you'll get there oh love that uh on that note we would like to know uh, again where can we find your book which is called my dream i have my copyright here so i'm a proud owner of my own is a my dream where can we get this book can get this book at amazon.com that's internationally in amazon.com or amazon.co.uk um, they do international delivery. You just Google the name Meverly J. Benjamin or Meverly Benjamin. The five first five hits you'll get to, to places where you can get the book. From August, we will commercialize the whole book in the whole of UK. But if you're living in Italy, Spain, wherever you're coming from, just go to Amazon.co.uk or go to Amazon.com or go to my website MeverlyBenjamin.com. All right, love that. And um, also online because i know a lot of people are commenting rose ama ajimai uh, welcome <laughs> you just joined in and you're listening to africa unfocused with um uh, Beverly benjamin Beverly a benjamin uh who is an author dutch Guinean, and she's doing very well for herself for herself peter owusu uh thank you for giving out the shout outs and rebel ashes says a large up Beverly make us proud uh, where can we find you online? How can we connect with you? How can we get in touch with you? If any person or young person has questions, um, you know, regarding life and getting married, and you can get to my website. I have a personal blog, mevlybenjamin.com. Uh, On this personal blog, you can find my email address. That is mevlyajbenjamin at gmail.com. Go on Twitter, mevlyaj. Go on Instagram, mevlyajbenjamin. Oh, just go to LinkedIn, Mervly Benjamin, and you can send me a private message. I always read my messages. I'm <laughs> online always. So I will react to it, and I'm there for you. Right. I'll make sure that um, the link to your website, that I'm going to drop it in the comments, if that is okay. <laughs> yeah, no problem. There's where people can uh, find you on the queue up. Um, you are also on Instagram and... Instagram, I am on um, Twitter. Pinterest, LinkedIn, YouTube, no Facebook, but they want to create a Facebook, my publisher, so I'll uh, take Yeah, probably, one. probably, because um, yeah. I because I am into media, it is good that if you could be reachable online, yeah. you know, that is uh, definitely um, important. Yeah. 
And uh, also you mentioned that you are available to speak at seminars and all of that. Can you tell us a little bit about yes. that? I'm available for seminars to motivate young people, married people, uh, people at older age. Because I've been doing that. It's very surprising. Okay, yes, mm -hmm. I've been doing that. I was um, available for churches wherever you want me to be at a church to motivate your youth. I would just come. I don't ask the fee. I just ask for the transport fee. That's all. For the transport fee. That is <laughs> that is very um, uh, good and Christian-like for you to do that. <laughs> and again, uh, your book shares the story or is a reflection of your own story, a novel uh, about you as to um, being a young woman and going through a divorce and going through some the wahalas of life <laughs> and sharing your experience for young women mm -hmm. uh, to live their dream. Do you have any last shout outs? Thank you for listening and read the book. It's amazing. It will help you. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much, uh, Meverly, for uh, being um, uh, being on them on on this show, coming all the way from where you are. And uh, also, the last but not least, we have a lot of people in UK, uh, Germany listening. I just want to give a shout out to you, and especially my Ghanaians, because you uh, endured with me throughout the first bit. Because we were gonna, uh, we got into the story of Anas mm -hmm. and how a model uh, model's face had been catfished. Um, uh, to reveal the face of Anas. Well, Anas is still undercover and he's not uh, Patrick Marcelino. And he shared with us that he is looking for lawyers in Ghana that can help him uh, charge uh, Anas and, of course, also build his modeling uh, career. Those listening from USA, UK, Canada, Germany, Ghana, and the Netherlands, of course, shout out to you. Strongman, shout out to you again. And um, Peter Owusu, thank you for being so interactive. Make sure that you tune in next week again on Sunday. I'll be right back from 7 p.m., which is Amsterdam time, uh, on to 9 p.m. Next week, I have a three fabulous lady of my girlfriends, the podcast, uh, a weekly podcast, um, entertaining, sharing laughter with uh, young girls that are in the working field, you know, we're sharing tips. I am part of them and they will be here at the studio and we are going to have a wonderful time talking about uh, professionalism, work, relationships, so many things that you young people can also identify with. So make sure that you meet me next week, Sunday from 7 to 9. I'll be right here in Amsterdam at high radio the voice of the next generation as i mentioned every week i have a special guest that will share uh of his success stories that will share with the world what has been able for them to to build a successes my name is miss alba and make sure that you look me up online uh, on facebook my name is miss doctors ms dot alba official on facebook on instagram you can also find me uh, ms dot a b a or simply type in augustina austin which is the full name and you can find me on there let's chat let's connect make sure that you comment on my insta stories or my post and whatever give a shout out on that note we will be closing with uh, uh, a lady i admire so much she is uh, the the natural voice of Nigeria, and she is called Oma Owumi. With her single, collaborating with Kiss Daniel, and her single is called A Met Cat. Mm -hmm. Come on.